0: One. Actually, it might help if my microphone were on. Wow, I forgot to turn that on. Actually, it might help if my microphone were on. Here we go. Wow. Anyway, as I was starting to say before, I completely lost my mind here. uh, Sorry for the delay. I had to uh, scramble to set things up on Blog Talk Radio because I forgot to set it up. Uh, It's been a hectic, hectic day. I'll tell you all about it in a little while, but first things first, uh, we're going to kind of get things rocking and rolling here. And uh, stuff. Let me see here. Might actually help if I did something really cool. Like uh, the intro, for example. We'll get that. we'll, We'll give you that. For right now. And so here's that. Of course, it might actually help if I uh, got it set up to do. (laughs) God, I'm doing good today. And it's not because it's Monday either. It's the rules (laughs) apply. Okay, let me try that again. Not because it's Monday. Just because my whole weekend has been one very funny, screwy, wild, and wacky situation after another. Uh, All right, here goes nothing. Take two on the intro. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply no personal attacks. Threats or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service.
1: Mr. Vice President, Mr. Speaker, members of the Senate, of the House of Representatives, yesterday... December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan.
0: It was on that fateful day, 79 years ago, when President Roosevelt, ...announced that we were savagely attacked, that our nation found itself involved in World War II. Another attack on our nation took place when Al-Qaeda forces, terrorists, hijacked planes and used them as weapons against us on September 11, 2001. Our nation has suffered many wounds has been inflicted upon with many, many wounds, and the scars of those wounds are still there, still deep. It is my hope and my prayer that history remembers and always remembers our nation for what it truly is, a nation of free people, a nation founded and rooted in its constitution as a constitutional republic. But unfortunately, in the shadows of this 79-year anniversary of the worst attack on our nation, it is with a heavy heart that I must remind everyone across this nation that we are still in the grips of one more battle. This battle is for our nation's right to vote and not have our votes stolen from us. The very fact that this can happen in my lifetime is heartbreaking, and to say the least, very distressing. When courts ignore the evidence, and there is a lot of evidence, we must not be convinced by those who are hypocrites that they know what's best for us and that there was no stealing of the election and so forth. We cannot buy the bullshit of the left. It is not something I'm willing to sit down and do. And God knows We do not deserve to be treated like children. And I know for a fact, I'm not a child. In fact, at 57 years of age, I could safely say I'm not a child anymore. But let us remember also that December 7th, 1941 was, for this nation, the most heartbreaking and heart-wrenching time. Many of the sailors who lost their lives... At Pearl Harbor, many of the family members of those sailors who died, many of their relatives who live today cannot still, in all honesty, believe that Pearl Harbor actually happened, but it did. President Roosevelt made a most impassioned address to Congress. And one day, perhaps this weekend coming, I will play the entire address to Congress that he made because history is something that should not be lost. And the way our country is common-coring our children to death, well, let's face it, American history currently is not what it was when I was growing up. So, I think it's safe to say, without fear of contradiction, we need to present these things before they're lost to time and, sadly, to an educational system that truly has no place, whatever, in America. Now, let me get back to the election situation, our voting rights and so forth. The battle for our freedom started with the Revolutionary War. It continued with every battle we've ever faced, every war we've ever fought, and it has been an ongoing process ever since. There are some folks, like Alex Jones, who will conspiracy theory us to death, and there are people out there who will listen to him and believe what he has to say rather than their own senses, their own eyes and ears. And sadly, that's a shame. But I digress. The simple fact is, history, our country's history is being eradicated. This election, if the Democrats get their way, will be forgotten. It'll be like the Leslie Nielsen line, nothing to see here. And sadly, that's how it's going to end up. It's going to end up that way. And why? Why would it have to end up that way? Because the Democrats don't want you to know the truth. They don't want us to know the truth because they've lied to us so many times. And through their propaganda arms, Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC, they're lying to us continuously in a 24-hour news cycle. So why should this be any surprise when they sit there and deny that voter fraud happened? And yet it did. Voter fraud not only happened, it happened on a massive scale. And the evidence is being mounted day after day after day. And now, from out of nowhere, Attorney General William Barr is considering resignation. Well, you know what? Quite frankly, Mr. Barr, goodbye. But can President Trump fill that seat quickly enough with someone that can actually get the job done? Hopefully so. Now, of course, there is another really sad situation to contend with. And that's the pandemic. Let me put something out there. There are Democrats who are making rules and breaking the rules because to them, it's okay for us, but not okay for you kind of mentality. And add insult to injury, they actually believe their own hypocrisy. Now, I'll give you a prime example. The governor of New Jersey is looking to go after a A bunch of people, Republicans, who uh, had this gala over the weekend. And I do have an audio clip I'm going to play for you in just a few moments of this. And apparently, he wants to incarcerate them, arrest them, have them thrown in jail. You'll hear him say how they're investigating. Oh, we know where that's going. It's leading right to arrest and incarceration. Like I said, I'll play the clip for you shortly, as I said I would, but I want you to understand something. You've got governors going to outdoor dining areas and telling us you can't do that, but then they do it themselves, okay? Then they do it themselves. So you can't, we can, fuck you. That's their mentality. When is this insanity with the left going to end? What is it going to stop? What's it going to take to convince you, America, that if you voted Democrat in the 2020 election, you're an idiot. If you voted Republican, then you're smarter than the average bear. So let's get off our asses, America, and tell these elected officials, fuck you, enough with the hypocrisy. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast globally on parlor MeWe, Gab, and all other social media platforms. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. All right, America, we are live, large and in charge from our studios in the Hudson Valley. Good Monday evening to one and all. And of course, we're here. Joining me via Periscope.tv is the lovely Cherokee Rose. And of course, listening by way of Mixler, and hopefully will join me on the phone lines at 347 945 5747 the crazy cajun himself mike from down in louisiana and of course oh excuse me my good buddy gunslinger from down in lone star state <laughs> oh lord don't ask me what the hell's going on today all i know is my inside my 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 body's having a field day this all this all this past weekend in more ways than one. I'm not trying to be, not going to be graphic or anything, but let's just say my insides were suing me for damages all weekend long. Okay, it was really, really not fair. <laughs> I mean, does the term "blew up the bathroom with a with, with with a nuclear bomb" sound familiar? I mean, seriously, does that sound like a familiar? Uh, yeah, it probably does, but I'm not going to dwell on that, nor elaborate on it, if at all possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the phone lines with me currently is Gunslinger. What up, Gun?
1: <clears throat> Actually, it's a Friday. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, I just tried some, um, you ever had, um, um, uh, Corn, sweet corn um, tamales.
0: Say who? That?
1: Sweet corn tamales.
0: No. Never had them
1: before. I'd, had, I'd highly recommend it. I just had some for supper. I, absolutely. I was impressed. Smothered with uh, chili. Mm. I'll have to see if I'm I can
0: impressed.
1: find them. Yeah, yeah. They come in. A, I got a six pack, you know, frozen. They come frozen. Man, they, wow! Interesting.
0: Wow, and of course, from down in Louisiana on the phone lines, Mike from the, from from the, the, from down there. Yep, hello, Mike.
2: <laughs> Your eye teeth again, huh, George?
0: Yeah, my tongue's blocking the eye teeth, so I can't see what I'm saying. It's a normal thing for me, you know. I mean, it could be worse, you know. It could be worse. I try not to think about well, such things But it could be worse
2: Yeah You could have had a nice lunch of uh, Chili beans and Broccoli Uh,
0: Well actually Actually uh, this weekend um, I made a big batch Of macaroni Right And what I did was I combined Three things Two types of sauces. I combined one part tomato sauce with two cans of sloppy joe mix. Right? This may sound like a strange combination, but there's more. They had chopped onions and peppers in the frozen food section. So I, I sauteed those first. Okay, I sautéed those first. Once they were heated up, I threw them in with the, in the sauce. While that while that was very slowly simmering in the oven for about an hour, I was cooking up sweet sausage. Once that was done, I cut those I cut those down in quarters and threw them into the sauce. There were five sausages in all. Cooked up some multi-grain elbow macaroni and mixed that all together real nice. And I was eating that for, for, lunch, for dinner, lunch, and dinner all weekend because it tasted so good the first time around. I figure, what the hell? Oh, what a big mistake that was, though. Fellas, my full initials were doing overtime. My full initials were doing overtime and then some. Because all oh, the rest of the weekend, I and this started on Friday, I'll have you know. I actually did this on Friday. I started Friday. But yesterday, forget about it. Oh my lord! If there was anybody in this fucking house with me at the time, they would have been they would have been sitting there going, "Oh, please make it stop! My nose is burning." Guaranteed, they would have they, they would happen? have they would have been sitting there saying, "I'm calling my lawyer." You're- I'm calling my lawyer. you you're you're killing my sinuses. My nose hairs are drying up.
1: I thought no, I heard um, the goddamn ground shake Saturday. Thanks, George. <laughs> Took me right out of my goddamn bed. And the aftershock, my God.
3: What? I'm surprised, I'm surprised <laughs> nobody
2: brought in the, uh, brought, brought in the uh, cook taking you to the Hague there she you know, goes. for Hang war crimes. George?
3: Hello. What's that, Mike?
2: I'm surprised nobody's taking you to the to the hay for war crimes,
0: uh, you know, gas, gas, and people. yeah, I know gas warfare, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't even want to think about it. Well, uh, actually, I, I, I kind—I kind of got All even. Damages. I kind of—I kind of made things worse. <laughs> I made things worse. See, I had to go to the store to get something, so <sighs> I go to the store. I'm standing in line. Folks, I'm not kidding. This actually happened. There is a, there's an elderly woman standing behind me with her shopping cart. And I'm just scanning like three items, all total. I scan the first item, no problem. I scan the second item, no problem. I go to scan the third and final item, and all of a sudden I go... The lady behind me goes, and I thought my husband was bad. Shit! I scared. Last
3: night
0: in a hurry, paid for my stuff, packed it up, got the hell out, got the hell out of there in a hurry. And I was like, "Okay, this is not the way the weekend is supposed to be," but. This is what's happening. Leaving the
1: scene of the crime. Leaving the scene of the crime.
0: Oh, and by the way, but there wasn't a deputy sheriff there when it happened. There was a deputy sheriff actually there when it happened. He he turned around. And he said, "Mister, I, I, I should I, I should I should arrest you for 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 a dead, for possession of a deadly weapon." I said, what? He goes, farts. (laughs) Me and the whole store started laughing our asses off. I was like, I'm leaving now. Have a nice day. (sighs) Out the door I went. (laughs) Needless to say, my weekend was not exactly the way I had thought it was going to be, it was actually worse. I mean, sheesh! Now, 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 Gunslinger, I gotta ask you: Has have you noticed the drumbeat stuff that you were hearing the last time we, I was on the air?
1: <clears throat> Unfortunately, yes. I'm hearing it right now.
0: Well, there, I've done everything I can do. That's the hard drive of the computer. It's very loud.
1: If you don't believe me, go back, go back and re-listen to the show and you can hear it. Mike, right, can you hear this or is it just me? I don't think it's me. Uh, I yeah. can't really hear it.
0: Because I've run every test oh, conceivable there. and, and there's no there's no beat in there whatsoever. The only thing that might remotely come close is the is the hard drive when it kicks in. And that's not loud enough right now to to make a difference because I've got everything adjusted, where that doesn't even get picked up on the microphone.
1: Did you uh, try running the uh, in DOS Windows to check disk?
0: I ran everything. I did everything on Friday morning, and I even did some. I even rearranged wiring the works, and it's. There's, there's there's nothing I tested the audio broadcasting not broadcasting so it, the only thing I can, I can figure is it's got to be something on your end everything's in the green here I mean <clears throat> well what I'm saying is it, it, it may be something through that's coming through on your internet connection It may not be your computer it may just be something that's coming in with well, the internet connection. It may be. I I mean, uh, it could be. For all I know, it could be Blog Talk Radio's connection with Skype.
1: Yeah, it could be. It could be Skype. It could be Blog Talk Radio. Who fucking knows? But I think Ron had a show a couple days ago, and it was nice. No, no um, beat like that or anything. I mean, it's not loud, but you can hear it if you stay quiet and you talk. It's like a little
0: drum. I've been on other. I've done everything I can think of, buddy. I I have. And I, I, I even took the, the the tower and moved the tower further away from the microphone.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So I don't know, man. But as long as I'm oh, able to be heard, as long as y'all can hear my big mouth, that's half the battle. But I figure I'd better check just to be on the safe side. Anyway. All right. Let me see here. All right. Can you hear me good with this microphone?
1: Yeah, your voice coming loud and clear. Yeah. Okay. Not only voice
0: here. Well, I'm on the handheld microphone for a moment. Because I'm over at the Clip computer, which is not that far away from the broadcast computer, but it's, you know, it's just a little slide on in, in, in the office chair. I'll use the hand so this way it won't sound too far away. Uh I've got some. I've got some stuff here that's gonna blow your ever loving freaking mind. Of course, it would be nice if I actually uh, transferred transferred files over from the other from the broadcast computer, because what I need has to go over there. I'm telling you, today is just one of my better days, I think.
4: Now, let's see here.
0: Yeah, okay. You're going to make me wait for it, huh? (laughs) Yep. Every so often, i got to wait for something. Usually the first thing I click is the last thing I'm waiting for. Go figure. Oh, this is going to suck. I forgot to start recording. Oh, man.
1: That sucks.
0: now i'm gonna now i've got to do extra work when i get done here this is gonna suck my first night back from the weekend man somebody up there is not happy with me maybe because i polluted the air i don't know Now, of course, everything that can go wrong sometimes will. Like right now. Oh, this is going to really be a pain in the backside. Everything is going very slowly tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It kind of reminds me of a golf game. When the announcer sounds like this. Or is this NPR? You are now listening to NPR's... No, let me strike that back. You are listening to Firefox News Online's version of NPR. The kind of thing that will make you go...
2: Actually, you're listening to Firefox News Online, version what, what? of NPR.
0: All right. Now, let me see. Try and, I got the stuff I want to play here. All right. Now, I mentioned in my talking points about the New Jersey governor. Wait do you hear this bullshit? This is from MSNBC. Okay? And before I go any further, before I do anything else, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary criticism education and news reporting firefox news online productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the fair use clause 100 percent across the board now as I said this is from this is from MSNBC and apparently Believe it or not, MSNBC pushes was pushed the New Jersey governor to punish people for breaking COVID-19 rules. Yes, folks, you heard right. Take a listen to this.
5: another state being hit hard, my home state of New Jersey. It recorded more than 6,000 cases for the first time yesterday. The governor of New Jersey, Democrat Phil Murphy, joins us now. Governor, thank you for joining me. Um, you know I have to ask you about this party. The New York Young Republicans couldn't hold an event in New York because the rules wouldn't permit it, but they held a gala here in our state. You called out Congressman Matt Gates, who, you know, he attended this party. But here's the thing. Matt Gaetz doesn't care. He doesn't care that you called him a putz. He doesn't care that you don't want him in New Jersey. He loves this national news. But now those people who broke the rules could be spreading this virus and killing people across our state. You're the one who makes the rules. Do you need to put more restrictions in place and actually punish these people?
4: First of all, Stephanie, God bless you and your family, and we wish you a speedy recovery, and your personal testament to the toll that this virus could take is extremely uh, compelling, and God willing, we'll we'll save others from the path that you've been down. Secondly, we've got the same darn rules that New York has. These jerks just came in. It's under investigation, uh, including the venue, uh, and it's unfathomable. The pictures, nobody's wearing a mask. They're inside. They're on top of each other. It's ridiculous. And this guy, all he craves is national attention, as you rightfully point out. He doesn't care about people getting infected or people getting hospitalized or, God forbid, people dying from this thing. It's the height of irresponsibility. But the answer is yes. As I say, we've got the same restrictions, plus or minus New York has. These, these folks violated it. Uh, it's under investigation. And I'm not happy. And I don't know how you could be happy after something like that.
5: But maybe people would care more and listen more if there were more punitive consequences, right? In your rules, you're urging people who come into New Jersey from out of town to quarantine, but all it is is an honor system. Mac Gates didn't follow it. Do you need to do something more than an honor system? Lives are at risk.
4: Listen, it's it, Steph. There's just it's impossible to 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 enforce somebody taking the Lincoln Tunnel from New York City. Uh, into into Hudson County. But we enforce them all the time. There's a restaurant in uh, Bergen County about 10 days ago. Uh, that's pay- it's paying a huge price for gatherings right around Thanksgiving. Uh, we've got enforcement uh, up and down the state. I worry, frankly, more because most operators are doing the right thing, and most people are doing the right thing. I worry right now about somebody's living room, a private setting where no amount of enforcement can get into every living room or private setting in our state. That, to me, is where our biggest challenge is. That's where the pandemic fatigue is at its height. That's where people are letting their guard down. And I would just plead with people, not just do the right thing when you're in a restaurant or a gym, uh, but do the right thing when you're in your own home.
0: Okay. Now, first of all, and and this I need to say this very carefully, because I don't want it misunderstood. Governor Andrew Cuomo, back in March, issued a mandate that moved COVID-positive patients from hospitals into nursing homes, thus exposing senior citizens who were highly at risk to COVID, many of them did actually die, uh, uh, they all died of COVID as a result. Governor Cuomo, by his actions, by that very mandate, executed senior citizens. But he won't admit that. What the MSNBC host said... And I I cannot stress this enough, is tantamount to accusing these GOP members of terrorism, premeditated manslaughter, should anyone die from COVID, But yet these hypocrites, these fucking hypocrite Democrats have the balls to turn around and say, don't do as I do, do as I command you without actually using the words and telling people they can't do this and they can't do that. We are not allowed. We're not allowed to do this or that or the other thing that we that we have to do this, and we have to do that. But yet, they don't have to follow their own fucking rules. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it makes no sense to me. Now, you guys heard what was said in that clip. I want to get your thoughts on it. Gunslinger, let me start with you. <laughs>
1: well... Um it's uh, it's kind of a catch twenty two isn't it um, <clears throat> you cannot <clears throat> you cannot mandate which is right across the board unconstitutional besides being illegal. I don't care what it is you cannot tell these you know well, I'm going to go over there and I'm gonna take your cookie away, and I'm gonna stick you in the, in the corner for being a bad boy for not wearing a mask, yeah. <laughs> You can't do that. In a free country, <laughs> these people, I t- I'm telling you, they, they're they off the wall and out to lunch. There is no sanity left of these people. Okay? <clears throat> I was seeing, i seen a picture on Facebook, whether it was true or whether it's not, and you, it's up to whoever. But somebody took a picture inside of a car. You know what was covering the goddamn AC vents? Mask. No shit, I shit you not these people really exist okay now i don't know whether it was just a joke or whether somebody was fucking probably serious i wouldn't doubt they some fucking fruitcakes out there i've been telling you for a long time but i took a picture through the the window and you could see the surgical mask taped over the fucking vents in the car (laughs) you gotta be kidding me okay
0: wouldn't put it past
1: you know I wouldn't put it past them. I really would not put it past them. I'll, I'll put the picture in the FFNO in a minute. I wouldn't put it past these motherfuckers, really. Because they, they've they gone hog wild, hog wild, hog wild. Man, you know, you're going to start pushing people, pushing people. They've already pushed people. And I've told this a hundred thousand fucking times, okay? You're going to push them into a corner. And they ain't gonna have no place else to go but the way they came in, and you better get the fuck out of the way. I'm telling you, it's it's sad. I hope it don't happen, but these people like that keep pushing and pushing and, and poking and poking and poking and poking. What do you keep when you when you when you keep poking a bear in the asshole? Okay, that bear's gonna turn around and bite your goddamn head off, guaranteed. I wouldn't recommend trying it, but I guarantee you, It we bite your head off. So, this is the same thing. What's the difference? Go ahead. Jeez.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Mike? I mean, to to Gunn's point, what happens when, when when you go to see a bull fight, right? And when they want to get the bull to charge, what do they do? They stick him with a... Uh, cattle fry or they, you know, or they, they up the ass and it makes the bull angry and gets the bull to charge, right? That's what they're doing. That's what these people are doing. And when, when the, the people get tired of it, they're going to come out charging with horns high and they're going to get gored, you know, and that's not going to be a pretty sight. And Lord. Lord, forget if 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 they're like gun and they're armed, and and they get you know pushed into a corner. What's going to happen then? You know, I mean that's that's a scary deal. You know, and this these guys, these liberals, these progressives, whatever you want to the hell to call them, they keep doing. They keep poking and poking and poking. I mean, look, here's the deal. You mentioned hypocrisy and. You're a minister, George, and you know about Matthew uh, Matthew 24, and what our Lord and Savior was uh, said about the the hypocrisy of the of the Pharisees at the time. And we're, we're basically, we're talking the same thing. These guys do as you say, do as they say, and not as they do. You know, and that that's hypocrisy of the highest order, and. People are getting sick and tired of it. There are places around the country where they're actually holding mask burnings. Mask burnings. All right. Now, you may laugh at that, but that's that's a nonviolent way to get your point across, right? You know? Yeah, you might get arrested for burning your mask, but again, what what would you rather? That? Or you know somebody coming out firing you know with a six with a with a thirty eight special you know what would you rather back to you, George?
0: well, <clears throat> between you, me and the four winds, okay I'll tell you something. I'm getting sick and tired of the of the hypocrisy that's that exists in our in our nation right now. I really am I'm at the point where. You know, I listen to people like Cuomo. When I listen to people like Newsom, when I listen to idiots like Schumer and Pelosi, I I, I, honestly, I I, I just want to sit there and go, "Please make it stop." My ears are bleeding. Because what they what they it's it's like it's it's like I keep saying. Don't do as I do. Do as I command you. That's their mentality. That's their overall uh, reasoning. You can call it reasoning. I mean, it, to me, it's it's like you, you you can't you can't reason with these idiots. And when you explain it to them, they're in full blown denial of the fa- of the facts. And what gets me is you've got the liberal media sitting there and basically telling us what the left wants us to hear. It gets to the point where you, you, you just want to close off all this bullshit that they're throwing you know I mean what wh- what's what's next seriously what's next now the the, the irony in this The irony in this, guys, is the fact that we're looking at a um, we're looking at a at a, a very serious and very dangerous crossroad, because eventually the people of this country are going to get fed up with this nonsense, because they don't know what to believe, because in one breath they're saying. Wearing a mask will save lives. Okay. Then they're saying that, then you hear other experts say that we don't really need to wear masks. And then you get, you got all these experts spewing different things and it's confusing everybody. And then you get the, 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 the liberal media coming at us with, Whatever the, the Democrats say is the, the way to do it. And this is how it has to be. This is the way it will be. And then you've got morons like Fauci. That guy's about as much fun as watching grass grow. Is, is, there, a, is, is there ever going to come a time... When we're not being inundated with bullshit stories from the left? Probably not. It's probably gonna continue ad infinitum. And I know for me, okay, I got told because I, I deal with I deal with agencies, you know, for help with my rent and everything, because I'm on a fixed income. I got told by the agents by by that agency that I while in my own home I have to wear a mask while they while they're here visiting with me. Wait a minute. This is my house. You mean to tell me that I have to wear a mask in my own home? Well, out of respect to that person, I will. But if I'm having trouble catching my breath with it on, and there's and and by the way, I did this. I actually sat in my office chair. For those of you watching on the video platforms, I took this measuring tape, okay, and I measured exactly six feet from where I'm sitting. Now I'm going to do that right now while on the on the camera and there is a there's another office chair right next to where my christmas tree is okay ah you dirty name <laughs> Now, I just measured exactly six feet from where I'm sitting, and the office chair is well over that. I'm going to take the same tape measure, I'm going to swing it around here without actually having to move it. I'm actually more than six feet from my front door. And if I swing it going toward the hallway, I'm over. it's over six feet to to that point, so there's a six foot diameter going from where I'm sitting from my desk all the way over to where the chair is and the bay wing. <laughs> And that's it. wow, that was wow
3: Mm-mm.
0: so now we have. I've got a six-foot circumference anywhere from where I'm sitting measured out six feet. So even if I didn't have a mask on, I'm social distanced in my own home. (laughs) So they've got nothing to worry about in that respect. Even if I don't have a mask on, they're still six feet away, right? according to the CDC guidelines about social distancing. They say six feet. So I took this measuring tape, okay? I took this measuring tape, and I measured it out very carefully. Of course, the tape is disappearing on the camera, but you get the general idea. So I stood by my kitchen door my kitchen and my kitchen doorway and measured six feet from there out. So that when someone comes over, I'll stand by my kitchen door, wait for them to sit down in the office chair, and I'll walk over to my desk, which still gives me that six foot distance. So in any direction from where I'm sitting or my kitchen doorway, coming out toward the living room is six feet distance plus more than six feet. So now we're doing all this social distancing and we're, and mask wearing. I'm waiting for the governor of New York, the royal governor of New York, King Cuomo the Klutz, the royal putz, to actually mandate the wearing of masks in your own home and in your car. Some states with liberal governors have already done that. Not in the house, but in your automobile. You have to wear a mask while you're driving. And even if you're by yourself, you still have to wear that mask. Or you, if you get spotted, you get pulled over and you get fined for it. Or you could go to jail. Both.
1: If, real quick, if you look in the FFNO, there's that picture. I was just it kind of goes matching what you just said. Now you got to wear a mask you're, it, while you're driving. Now you got to have a mask. You got to have your car masked. What else are you gonna have masked? Yeah, it's in the FFNO. I found it. Go uh, take a look. I mean, it, it, that's fucking ridiculous. If you're in your own car and nobody else is in there with you, what the fuck does it matter? Ooh, money. remember this is a money maker. And they can write tickets. They can make money. I don't care if it's sheriffs, I don't give it fuck the cops, it don't matter. They make money. Money talks bullshit folks, don't it? <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, hold on a second. I want to show I'm going to show this on 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 the on the video feed here. Hang on, folks. Wait till you see this. I mean, I could, I cannot believe my eyes when in looking at this. All right. So let me, uh, let me see here. There we go. Now look at this. Look at this. The vent by the, by the, by the driver's door, the center vent. And the passenger vent oh, all have masks taped to them. <laughs> now, I, got, I could safely say this is, this is, this, I, I get a feeling this was done as a gag. Or as a, or as a, or, or it's either that or they were making a definite statement. All right. So you want us to wear masks in our cars. Do you want us to have our cars wearing masks, too? Okay. There's one there, one there, and one there. So our cars get to or wear, I have to wear, if, if we have to wear the mask, why not just put it on the, do it like this person did, put a mask on each vent? Hmm. That sends a statement. I think,
2: right, and of course, George, you're forgetting about the biggest mask you can put on a car. Back in the day, I remember people would have these car bras they would put on the front of their cars. Right? Some still do, and some still do. But that is a that is that is a version of a mask. So. If that if that owner wants to take it to the ridiculous, himself, have, have him buy himself a car bra and stick it on his you know on the front of his car, you know on the grill grill of his car. There you go. <laughs> now
0: now now folks, when you look at this, think about this. Okay, i i put the I put the image up on on the on the screen next to me. You, uh, for those of you watching on the platform on the video side I look at this and I say to myself god this person has definitely got the right idea if we're if we have to wear a mask so make our car so we're going to make our car wear a mask because obviously the vents are bringing air in from where outside the car right so we have to practice wearing a mask in our cars. Well, the car should have to do the same thing. What about social distancing while driving? Hmm. Drive
1: from the back seat. That's the answer. Think about it. Drive from the back seat. You ever heard of a back seat driver, right? Hey,
3: there you go. Oh
2: shit!
1: Better <laughs> yet,
2: better yet, George, go get Kit from Night Rider.
0: Okay, I'm going to well, ask you know a really dumb that. question. Why? Why would we do that?
2: Therefore, this is. Therefore, you can have the car drive itself, and yeah. you sit, <clears throat> you sit, you know, you sit in the back seat, and you sit. Yeah. Your friend sits six feet from you, and all that stuff, you know.
1: And, and one up on the have hood, and driving. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. one up on the roof, and actually, they, but you know, besides the self-driving cars, they got self-driving tractors now. Believe it or not. Yeah. You, if you got big farm or whatever, you want a self-driving tractor? They got a fucking self-driving tractor, believe it or not. <laughs> Hooked up to the GPS combine, you've got a fucking self-driving combine. Go figure. So yeah, look at it.
0: <laughs> See this? This is this is how how ludicrous, how very ludicrous the situation can become. Okay, it can become that ridiculous it really can because think about it everybody think about this now you're sitting in your you're, you're, you're sitting in your house and you turn on the news one day Governor Andrew Cuomo has manda- has signed by executive order the mandating and wearing of masks while in your own home you must now wear a mask while in your house. If that kind of an order came down, if dumb if dumb fuck actually mandated the wearing of masks in the house. Do you know what the state of New York the people of this state are going to do? I don't care if you're a, if you're a liberal or a conservative. Do you know what these what these folks here in New York are liable to do? They're liable to turn around and say So, you want me to sit here Hold on a second, everybody. So I would have to sit here in my in my office for those of you watching on the camera. I have placed a mask on my face. You can probably tell by the sound of my voice just how that how it's changed with a mask on my face. It sounds probably sounds a little bit muffled. Now, can you imagine me having to sit here on this broadcast for three fucking hours with this on my face? I had to do it for over 12 hours on November 17th when I was in the hospital. I went to take it off so I could breathe, and I was told to put my mask back on. Now, if I had to wear a mask in my home all day long, imagine the kind of issues that would create. Okay? Seriously, think about that. I wouldn't put it past Newsom to to sign an executive order mandating people wear masks in their own home. And I wouldn't put it past Cuomo to do the same thing. Or any governor of a uh, liberal governor of a state. I wouldn't put it past them at all. Okay. So. Now, of course, I don't particularly care for Fox News anymore after what they've done and the direction they've turned to. But I do listen to Tucker Carlson from time to time because he sometimes does come out with something very interesting. And he did recently. I think this was on Friday that he did this. Tucker Carlson talked about Christmas COVID lockdowns are ab- absurd because death is inevitable.
6: Christmas Take a is almost here, this, the best week on the American calendar, the I happiest time that we you'll have. I think you'll find this most This curious. year of all years, Christmas is almost here, the best week on the American calendar, the happiest time that we have. This year of all years, Christmas has a deeper resonance, mm-hmm. maybe closer to its original meaning. In a time of crisis, you inevitably start thinking about those things you otherwise might ignore if you were busier and more content. Things like, what's the purpose of all of this? What matters most in my life? And what happens when it ends? In general, people tend to become more spiritual, more openly religious when they're suffering. It's not an accident. In fact, it may be the upside. You get to think beyond the next Amazon delivery for a minute. Of course, not everyone is in favor of that. All of the focus on the big, enduring things, the focus on our families, the focus on what's true and what's not true, the focus on eternity itself, all of that tends to diminish the power of the people in charge of our temporal world for obvious reasons. We take our leaders less seriously when we're reminded that they're just people, slightly ludicrous, just like we are, when we're reminded that they too will pass, all of us will. If death is inevitable, that may be the one thing you're not allowed to say in this country, but it's still true, then maybe we should pause before we destroy the living in the name of trying to eliminate it. Politicians understand this threat. They've figured out that Christmas is bigger than they are, and therefore it's a threat to them. Better cancel it. In fact, they're trying hard. of uh, 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 Minimizing travel to the
4: extent possible. Sometimes... It's absolutely necessary, but to the extent possible, don't travel, don't congregate together. I know how difficult that is. Right now, that just should not be done. To the best of our capabilities,
6: we should avoid travel and avoid congregate. Avoid congregate settings. So say what you will about Tony Fauci. He has mastered, after many decades, the weird euphemisms of Washington, D.C., What Fauci is saying here in English is that you need to avoid going to church. You need to avoid your own family. Those are the congregate settings he just mentioned. You need to spend Christmas alone. It's important. All the experts agree with that. The Centers for Disease Control sent that very message this week. The CDC's incident manager, a man called Dr. Henry Walke, declared that, quote, the best thing for Americans to do in the upcoming holiday season is to stay at home and not travel. So skipping Christmas is the best thing, says Dr. Walke. You should know that Dr. Walke is a product of the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. And those you may remember are the people who just this summer were publicly encouraging BLM to riot in our cities on medical grounds, needless to say. One senior scholar at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, someone identified as Dr. Jennifer Nuzo, who, by the way, does not appear to be an actual physician, but does boast that she's a climate activist tweeted this memorable piece of epidemiological guidance back in early June. Here it is, quote, In this moment, the public health risks of not protesting to demand an end to systemic racism greatly exceed the harms of the virus. In other words, in her studied expert medical opinion, not looting Macy's, failing to burn down businesses you don't own, is actually more dangerous than getting the coronavirus. Now, you're a civilian, that might sound crazy to you, but again, you're not an epidemiologist. They know better. The former head of the CDC himself, Dr. Tom Frieden, endorsed that guidance. So there's a consensus here. All the experts agree. The things they like are perfectly safe, indeed encouraged, but the things they don't like are deadly, catastrophic, in fact. Listen to Joe Biden explain how many Americans will die if we don't cancel Christmas
7: we're likely to lose another 250,000 people dead between now and January. You hear me? Because people aren't
6: paying attention. You hear me? 250,000 Americans dead. You hear me? A quarter million people. That's a lot of people. In fact, it's more than the total number of combat deaths over the entire American Civil War, which, by the way, lasted four years, condensed into a single month. Imagine a Gettysburg every day of the week. You can't imagine that. It's too horrible. In the first 30 days, we would lose the equivalent of Reno. The next month, Scottsdale, then Lubbock, then Buffalo. Pretty soon, there would be nobody left in America. You hear me? Come on, man! Do what you're told! Cancel Christmas! Or at least stop walking. Walking is now an unpatriotic act. So is bicycling and any contact with wheeled vehicles. That's the word from Los Angeles. Los Angeles, our second largest city, has just issued a new Corona law. It bans, quote, all travel, including, quote, travel on foot, bicycle, scooter, motorcycle, automobile or public transit. All of it in Los Angeles. Movement itself is now illegal. Sorry, kids, public health emergency. Internal passports are on the way. In the meantime, though, you've got Netflix and weed. So stop complaining. In case you're confused by this guidance, Eric Garcetti would like to make it very simple for you. Eric Garcetti is the mayor of Los Angeles. That's his title anyway. But over his years in office, Garcetti's role has grown. He now wields powers we once associated with Enver Hoja of Albania and certain ancient Phoenician gods. Eric Garcetti may seem like a garden-variety elected official, oily, incompetent, not yet 50 years old, but that's an illusion. In fact, Eric Garcetti... Is omnipotent watch
8: my message couldn't be simpler it's time to hunker down it's time to cancel everything and if it isn't essential don't do it don't meet up with others outside your household don't host a gathering don't attend a gathering
6: it's time to cancel everything commands Lord Garcetti and when he says everything he means everything up to and including your most sacred holiday, time with your family, the illusion of free will itself. You were a citizen, now you are a supplicant. And all it took was a single sentence from Eric Michael Garcetti. A pandemic like this confers such powers. London Breed understood that very early. Breed is the mayor of San Francisco, elected apparently in the strength of her fascinating name. On October 30th this year, London Breed declared that the holidays are super-spreader events. She delivered the sad news that we can't celebrate anything this year.
9: What we've seen during holidays, sadly, is an uptick in the number of cases because people are choosing to come together. And sometimes these parties and these events and these gatherings, they could become super-spreaders. It just takes one person who is infected to infect You know, all of the people who attended a party, even though this year will be a sacrifice, the sacrifice is worth it.
6: The sacrifice is worth it, says London Breed. Now, it's your sacrifice, to be more specific, not her sacrifice. Just eight days after making the declaration, you just saw London Breed was shoveling down some of the world's most expensive food at the French Laundry Restaurant up in Napa. Like Governor Gavin Newsom, Breed is terrified of the dire public health implications of this pandemic we're living through, sacrificing for it. But she's not so concerned that she's willing to endure any personal inconvenience, no matter how small it might be. No Christmas for you, but London Breed's got to eat. And right now, London Breed is in the mood for some celery root manicotti, followed perhaps by the all-day braised Snake River Farms beef cheek, $310 apiece on the tasting menu. The sacrifice is worth it. Steve Adler understands sacrifice. Steve Adler is the mayor of Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is a pretty great place. Lots of people are moving there. It's one of the most charming cities that we have. If you've been to Austin recently, you may have noticed huge numbers of mentally ill drug addicts crapping on the sidewalks and stealing things and mugging people. Steve Adler did that. Steve Adler wants to make Austin, Texas most welcoming to the people who contribute least. And he's done that. He's also, needless to say, been extraordinarily worried about the coronavirus. So worried that Steve Adler has commanded his constituents to stay home for the duration. He informed them this from a timeshare in a Mexican beach resort. He'd flown there secretly on a private plane with a large number of people he is not related to. Sounds fun, but don't try it yourself. Steve Adler might punish you. Here he is.
7: And then we need to, you know, stay home if you can. Do everything you can to try to to keep the numbers down. This is not the time to, to relax.
6: Yeah, unless you happen to have a private plane headed to Cabo. Otherwise, stay home. That was Mayor Steve Adler's message to his people delivered from the Mexican beach resort. So what do we take from all of this? Well, it's hypocrisy, of course. We point that out a lot, but it's deeper than that. The people giving us these highly specific orders don't believe the orders. They don't believe what they're saying, obviously. They don't really think that COVID-19 is very dangerous. If they thought it was very dangerous, they would be following their own orders, of course. But they're not following their own orders. Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, for example, are both over 80 years old. They're in the target demo, they're at risk. And yet we know, because it's on video, that neither one is so worried about COVID-19 that she wears masks in private. So what does that tell you? It tells you everything. And even slow people like us are starting to figure it out. Last night, there was a demonstration outside a bar in New York called Max Public House. No cases of coronavirus have been traced to Max Public House. It's on a proven vector of transmission as the epidemiologists say. So the owner of the bar refused to shut down. He wanted to live like Gavin Newsom and London Breed and Nancy Pelosi. He wanted to live like an adult in America. Unfortunately for him, he expressed these views out loud on television in fact and that is definitely not allowed so they arrested him immediately and when they did a crowd of people decided they'd had enough you should know that no one from the CDC or the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health endorsed the protest you just saw It was the wrong variety of politics, and therefore it was a serious health risk to the nation, not enough vandalism, apparently. But we can expect more protests like it. Yesterday, a small business owner in the state of Michigan called Dave Morris interrupted a live shot on local television to make an increasingly obvious observation about what we're seeing. And it's this. The effects of these lockdowns, the sacrifices we're being asked to make, are not evenly distributed across the country. Certain people, a small group of people, seem happier than ever. You notice a certain self-satisfied jauntiness behind their masks as they bark orders at you. But everyone else is dying a slow death. Dave Morris joins us in a minute and he can elaborate on his point. But until then, one more question about all of this. And again, it's an obvious one because that's what we do, obvious questions. If lockdowns work, why haven't they worked so far? We've been following increasingly specific orders all year don't travel, wear masks. Some people haven't obeyed, but an awful lot of people have. Most people, because it's America and people want to do the right thing. And yet after almost a year of this, the numbers keep rising. So is the lesson really that we need a whole lot more of what hasn't been working so far? How does that work exactly?
0: And the question that he just raised is a damn good question how is how is how is it is it working? What hasn't been working for so long? I mean, they tell us to social distance, wear masks, do this, shut down our uh, for business owners to shut down, stay home, lock down. Now, for a good eight months, I had been traveling about. There were times when I did not have a mask on, and there were times when I did. The times I didn't was when I would walk from my house to the deli next door. I've even kept my mask off while riding in the transportation vehicle that would take me shopping when I go shopping. Because the people that, that, operate the, that operate the service half the time have their masks off their face because they're sick and tired because they, they, they don't want to keep putting them on and off, on and off, on and off. Understandable. But on November 17th, I tested negative for COVID. Now, I spoke with my doctor this morning. Okay, I spoke to my doctor this morning about that. And she said, "George, the fact that you were able to test negatively for COVID speaks volumes for what for what was working for you." I said, "Yeah, half the time not wearing a stupid mask." And she goes, "Really?" I said, yes, really. So we social distance. We wear masks. I put my mask on when I go into the store. I take it off when I leave. I mean, nine times out of ten, when I'm going from my house to the store, there's nobody around anywhere. So I kind of get the impression and this is just me, of course. But I get the impression that all of these mandated requirements from the from the Democrats, from people like Fauci, who obviously can't make up his mind to save his ass, from idiots that are not medical doctors like Newsom and Cuomo... I don't know, maybe it's just my imagination, but somewhere along the line, we are being dictated to do all these things. And if we don't, it's like, Let me see if I can do this with with the right kind of inflection. You will wear your mask and you will social distance and you will do these things and you will stay in your homes, you will close your businesses and you will do as you are told or you will be sent to the gulag. Sent to jail. those of you who are wondering what I mean by gulag. Welcome to the United States of America, America spelled A-M-E-R-I-K-A, especially those of you who live in states run by a Democrat governor who doesn't give two shits about you or anybody else except their own political career. All right, you heard what Tucker Carlson said. You heard my comments on it. Talk to me, Mike. I'll start with you.
5: Well,
2: George, you're absolutely right. I mean, think about it. You know, you, you, your state's already spelled with a K. And now it's now it's New York at the end of the thing. But think about this: there's a there's a there's a guy that I listen to on Tuesdays and Thursdays that. Out of California, that he goes California. I'll always spell it with a K, you know, because of what the governor is doing uh, in terms of over there, you know. And King Cuomo, the the asshole, you know, uh, you know, and that's that's no joke. I mean, the the guy. I mean, we pretty much call, uh, we pretty much uh, uh, need to chronicle what this guy is, okay? And how it's going to be incredibly hard to beat him, get him out of there if he wants to stay for however long he wants to stay. You know? But this guy, I mean, like I said, you know, it's, it's the whole thing, oh, we're going to you can't go, I mean, take Nancy Pelosi, for instance. You can't go get your hair done because we're going to shut them down. We're going to shut the the hairstylist down, the, the beauty shops down. But that, that, that rule doesn't apply for me. I can go get my hair done any time, Nancy Pelosi, you know. The hypocrites. I mean, it all boils down to hypocrites and money, and who has the money and who doesn't. I mean, as far as Fauci goes, oh, we're gonna do masks. Okay, we need, we need, we need the masks. We don't have them in our national stockpile. The idiot Obama, uh, you know, in terms of all the stuff that we needed for the stuff, for the, for the thing, basically depleted the stockpiles, the national stockpile. So. Okay, so we had to build them up again. Thank you very much, President Trump. All right, uh, we we needed to find a way to get a a a a a, uh, uh, a viral, you know, ant- no, not anti. Thinking on the word here, vaccine. Uh, again, thank you, President Trump. Operation Warp Speed. You know, no Democrat could have got that done, you know, or would have got that done. Well, uh, maybe, I mean, yeah, Fauci, but Fauci's tied to one of the companies, one of the particular companies. And he doesn't like that there are two other companies, uh, Moderna and AstraZeneca, that have come up with workable sort of uh, vaccines. He wants all the money to go to him through that the other the third particular company, you know. So it's not just that he's a dumbass; he's a greedy dumbass. It's Fauci, all right. So, and most of the Democrats are greedy dumbasses. I mean, how much money? How much money has a uh, as Cuomo made? How much money has Pelosi and Schumer and all these other guys made? In terms of all these other things, I mean, yeah, he he's made mistakes uh, in terms of putting people in nursing homes and crap. And has the heininess of himself, but he can't, and he's pulling totalitarianism and communism and Nazi. Well, I don't want to say Nazism because he's not. He he is yet to start putting people in the camps. But if he stays there long enough, I wouldn't put it past him, George, would you?
0: No. No, I wouldn't. And uh, something that I just saw on Facebook, I really didn't want to stay on Facebook too long, but Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney, about four hours ago, posted the following. We can't repeat history here. Stay home when you can. Wear a mask and be smart. And he posted a, a link to a, uh, to recordonline.com that that whose headline says Orange County COVID cases top 300 a day for first time since April as pandemic worsens. All right? And uh, one person... Put in here as a comment, pay people to stay home. Otherwise, you're asking them to choose public health or their ability to eat. Most of the others are not so uh, conservative-based. They're they're more liberal comments, so I'm not going to go into all those. But yeah, OK. can't repeat history. When in America's history did we social distance, wear masks and close businesses before this pandemic? Does somebody does anyone have an answer to that question? When did we have a pandemic that shut this country down like it's been? Go ahead, Mike. You, you want to answer that?
2: The One word. One word, George. Never.
0: That's what I thought. Gunslinger, what about you? You heard the, 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 the Carlson clip. What do you say?
1: Well, I don't know if there is an answer. Again, um, he's right, obviously. I mean, every, every word out of that man's mouth was, was right, on, right on the spot, hitting the nail on the, you know, with the hammer, right on the head of the nail. Okay. So I, you know, it's, it's, it's gone beyond hypocrisy, being a hypocrite. It has gone beyond stupidity. Even, like I said, even if that picture with the mask on the vent in the car was a joke or, or whatever. It's, you know, set that aside and say, this is what's next. This is what's next. Having to wear your mask in your car, in your fucking house. Fuck you. I mean, if you live alone like me, like you, okay, you think I'm going to wear a mask? Uh, brother, you better have a bigger gun than I got. <clears throat> okay? Because this whole shit ain't going to happen. Okay. And you're going to cancel Christmas. Has Christmas ever been canceled in the entire history of this fucking planet ever since it was been around? Not that I know of. Okay. And that's been centuries ago that I know of. Okay. Has it ever been canceled? Only in fairy tales, you know, where the Grinch stole Christmas. I don't think the Grinch canceled it, he just stole it. Well, these are doing. These are doing both. They're stealing it and trying to cancel it. I, you know, wow, <laughs> this, 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 this is absolutely fucking mind blowing. Okay, I've never seen anything like it. Never heard anything like it. And I, I'm 56 years old. I'll be 57 next month. Okay, so go figure that one. If you look in the chat room, George, there's some breaking news. Very well known person. Check it out.
0: All right. Give me a moment here. Just uh, close that out. It's a,
1: Fox, it's a Fox News article.
0: Oh wow! Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with a heavy heart. This to your attention, Chuck Yeager. Hold on, there. Chuck Yeager, the first man to break the sound barrier, has died at the age of 97. The legendary pilot. And retired Brigadier General became the first man to fly faster than the speed of sound. This man made history when he broke the sound barrier. Okay? He truly broke... Record. He truly made history uh, breaking the sound barrier. Uh, a tweet on his account late Monday said the following. It is with profound sorrow I must tell you that my lifelong love, General Chuck Yeager, passed just before 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This tweet... Uh, attributed to his wife, actress Victoria Scott D'Angelo. An incredible life well-lived, America's greatest pilot, and a legacy of strength, adventure, and patriotism will be remembered forever. The legendary pilot and retired brigadier general became the first man to fly faster than the speed of sound on October Fourteenth, 1947. The flight in the Bell X-1, which saw him travel to 700 miles per hour, launched the Space Age, but for Jaeger, then 24, it was just another job for a young test pilot. The plane was called the Glamorous Glamorous Glennis, after Jaeger's first wife. He later received widespread recognition because of Tom Wolfe's book, The Right Stuff, and the movie based on it, where he was portrayed by actor Sam Shepard. It told the story of the first astronauts. Yeager wrote, I was the first commandant of ARPS, first school for training for first astronauts. I am fully aware of U.S. goals. President Eisenhower, JFK, President, excuse me, Presidents Eisenhower, JFK, Johnson, and Nixon. U.S. will get to the moon first, and we did. First step was getting above Mach 1. We did that first, too. Yeager was born on February 13, 1923, in Myra, West Virginia, His family moved to Hamlin, a town of 400 people, when he was five, according to his website. He graduated in 1941 and enlisted in the Army Air Corps that September. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, wrote At Chuck Yeager was an American hero. West Virginia's native son was larger than life and an inspiration for generations of Americans. He bravely served our nation as a pilot for more than 30 years in the United States Air Force during World War II and Vietnam. When Chuck Yeager became the first pilot to break the sound barrier, he challenged each of us to test the limits of what's possible. I'm grateful to have gotten to know this legendary West Virginian and to call him my dear friend, Manchin continued. Yeager entered combat in February 1944 and claimed to have shot down one German aircraft before being shot down himself on his eighth combat mission on March 5th. He evaded capture and rejoined his unit in England. Blessed with exceptional vision, he totaled 12.5 aerial victories, including five ME-109s on 12 October, and four FW-190s on 27 November, according to his website. That day was a fighter pilot's dream. In the midst of a wild sky, I knew that dogfighting was what I was born to do, he said of the battles on November 27th. Chuck Yeager, an extraordinary test pilot And Patriot, dead at the age of 97. Chuck Yeager now flies for the greatest commander-in-chief of all. And will be sorely missed by all those who knew him and loved him. All right. So now we go to another clip. The Liberal Sunday host Chris Wallace scolded Health and Human Services Azar. Wait till you hear this. Listen to this, this outtake from Sunday's uh, Fox News Sunday. What he does here is going to probably grind everybody to, to no end.
9: Just take the issue of masks. Here is what President-elect Biden said this week. I'm
7: going to ask the public for 100 days. The mask, just 100 days to mask, not forever, 100 days.
9: But back on April 3rd, when the CDC director, Dr. Robert Redfield, first recommended that all Americans wear masks, here's what happened, sir. We know that a face barrier can actually interrupt the number of virus particles that can go from
7: one person to the other. So it's voluntary, you don't have to do it. They suggested for a period of time, but uh, this is voluntary. I don't think
9: I'm going to be doing it. If President Trump had worn a mask then and urged everyone to wear a mask then, back in April, the way Joe Biden is right now, wouldn't we be in much better shape? Well, Chris, I, I, I welcome Vice President Biden to the club. Since the middle of April, the president's guidelines for reopening. have called for wearing masks. president The president has called the president president is the president has called mass patriotic acts. Every one of his top advisors, we are out there saying, wear your mask. We talk about the data. You know, Chris, at one meter, if two people wear the mask, it can reduce viral transmission by 72 percent, protecting both the source and the recipient. We've got the data mass work. We encourage people, please wear a mask when you can't engage in social distancing. But but first of all, it's it's the president elect Joe Biden, Secretary Azar. And secondly, the fact is, the president said on the first day, April third, he wasn't g- going to wear a mask. He didn't wear a mask in public for three months until July. And just last night at that rally in Georgia, not only didn't he wear a mask, but I was watching the rally. Thousands of people packed together. None I could see wearing a mask. That is a direct violation of what the CDC and you were recommending.
0: Okay, first of all, first of all, to Chris Wallace and every single one of those who, who called the election and are referring to Joe Biden as the president elect, learn your fucking history, you hypocrite bastards. Okay? He is not, I cannot emphasize this enough, he is not the president-elect yet. He has not been officially designated as such by, by the Electoral College. They haven't met yet. So for this son of a bitch to turn around and boldly and nastily tell Mr. Azar that no, sir, he is the president-elect. That's bullshit. That's not your place to do that, Mr. Wallace. Oh, no. You don't have the... Your, are you now making, making it clear that Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and all these other liberal outlets are the official announcers for who the president-elect is? Fuck you, you scumbag. God, please, somebody tell that person to pick up an a, a, a nice old history book. Or better still, pick up the fucking Constitution. Read what it says about the Electoral College. Because the Electoral College is the only group that can officially name the president-elect. Not the news media. Not any of the... Liberals in the Senate or the Congress. So, unfortunately, Chris Wallace, you're a fucking moron. Big-time fucking moron. Now, I want to get to some comments real quick before I go any further on what was being discussed moments ago. The lovely young lady... Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv, along with Gene, I might add. By the way, Gene, good to see you there as well. And to the viewer on Twitch, nice to have you watching, whoever you may be. Cherokee Rose said, the COVID numbers are skewed. The hospitalization rate is low, and so is the death rate. Absolutely spot on. Anyone who thinks this is in regards to Christmas and canceling said same. Anyone who thinks Christmas can be canceled doesn't know the true meaning of Christmas. Amen to that, my dear. Amen to that. In regards to Chuck Yeager. Wow. He lived a long, productive life. He did indeed. He lived to the wonderful age of 97, and he now flies with the angels. He is, America, is one of many of America's low-flying angels. And if you're wondering what I mean by low-flying angel, simply put, a friend of mine in 12-step recovery calls anyone who has passed away a low-flying angel. Cherokee Rose also said, amazing, he was a veteran too. Yes, he was. He was a veteran of World War II. And while it is still December 7th, let me just say for, for those of you watching and listening, December 7th it will long be remembered, as President Roosevelt said at the time, a date that will live in infamy. I strongly advise the members of the Congress and the members of the Senate on the Democratic side of the aisle, every single person who works for CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News to read the Constitution, to read what it says about the Electoral College, especially, and stop calling Biden president-elect. I recently posted on Parler the very question that comes to mind. And it's something that I believe uh, should be looked at very carefully. Yeah. Going to that right now, uh, to my parlor page, and hopefully I'll be able to pull it up here. There we go. Okay, Uh, and I just went away from it. (laughs) Real good, George. So I'm going to screen capture this because I know it's not going to be easy to, to grab the actual link to it. Now, I'll show this on the video platforms in a sec, but let me also share this in the Mixler chat room uh, for Gunslinger and Mike to look at. There you go, guys. Now, I raised a poll question and even got a comment. I think that's my comment. Maybe, I don't know. But is this office real? Office of the President-Elect. I say no, because for 39 years of voting, I never seen nor heard of it. But what say you, America? Does the office of president-elect exist only because of Joe Biden? Or has it ever existed in our nation's history? Until Joe Biden came along, I never heard of it. So now I'm going to point out that there is a one-up one vote. All right. That's there. But now let me uh, go back to the. I'll go back to the. You dirty name. Scrolled very quickly (laughs) past what I was trying to show here. Now here is this is my parlor pay my parlor account, okay. And here's the comment from here's a comment from someone that that viewed this very item. Uh, Debbie twelve oh eight on uh, parlor said no, never seen that. So now I ask you, America. I ask you. what you think all right gunslinger until joe <clears throat> biden came along have you ever in all the years you've been voting heard of the office of president elect
1: uh, <laughs> ever since i've been voting no I've never heard of the office of the president-elect, okay? Uh, see how he's itching to get into that office? He's already set up his own president-elect uh, office. I bet you it's in the outhouse if you want to make a bet.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mike, how about you, man? i never heard of it. You know,
1: and
2: if it's in the outhouse, it better not be in George Simpson's outhouse.
1: <laughs> That's true. Especially if the wind blowing the right direction. Damn. Oh, thanks a lot,
0: fellas. <laughs> thanks a lot, really. <laughs> uh... <laughs> hey, I just made a. Com- I just gave a comment to the president elect office. Uh... No, and,
2: and by the way, that do stinks not just ask as bad as Eric the president-elect office. To make a comment on this.
0: What's that, Mike?
2: I said, do not ask Eric Fortwell to make a comment on this.
0: Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. <laughs> 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 Cherokee Rose is watching by way of Periscope, and she just put three laughing emojis into the into the chat, and. Then, I can't say that. a blamer. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, yes, we're being silly, and we're entitled to. But honestly, honestly, everybody, there is no such thing as the office of president-elect. It does not exist. Delusional Joe has made it up. (sighs) I'm serious. The man is delusional.
2: What are you... What do you expect, though, George? This is the same guy that plagiarizes speeches, plagiarize. He lies about being the top of his class in, what, law school or whatever it was that he was top of the class. He said he was top of the class in. And, I mean, and look at the stuff he's said, you know, the racist stuff, the just flat-out dumbass stuff that he said over the years. I mean... This is the same guy that has said, you know, things like, you can't go into a Dunkin' Donuts or a Seven Eleven without having a slight Indian accent. You know? Go out to your back porch and shoot your shotgun in the air. You know? Uh, I mean, that's just two of the things that he said over the years. You know? I mean, God, this guy... And now we we can plainly see that this guy is suffering from not just delusions of grandeur, but an actual thing called dementia at times, you know, and his cognitive abilities is just not there. I mean, think about it. it. If he he had his cognitive abilities, maybe he might not have come up with this idiocy that is the office of of the president-elect, right? But then again, it's Joe Biden, so you never know. George?
1: (laughs) Uh, Just real quick, speaking of uh, sleepy Joe... Uncle Joe. I think I put that article in the FFNO. What was it Saturday? Friday, Saturday or something like that. The very own White House doctor that was under Bush and under um, Butt Buddy, you know, Obama, has come out and stated that he won't last a year. He said within a year he'll be out if he gets in there. You know, hopefully the guy that he won't get in there. But in case he does slither his way in, this doctor, an actual doctor, has stated because of his mental capacity, he'll be out within a year. I think we was right on that there. Remember we all come up with the Article 25? Does that come to mind?
0: The 25th
1: Amendment. It does. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that was Pelosi. <clears throat> well, Pelosi was offering the 25th Amendment in regards to Trump. But
1: actually,
2: well, go ahead.
0: But there is also the, um, there is also, uh, there is also the, um, uh, Let's see. Uh, there's also the, the the comment that was made about the twenty fifth amendment, but Trump's name was not mentioned. Okay, so my my suspicion is. My gut feeling on this is they're going to let him get sworn in and then have doctors examine him both psychiatry and help and and uh, physical and those doctors are going to determine that he is physically and mentally incapable of upholding the the office of president but they're going to let it Go. they're going to let it distance out a little bit. A few months, two or three months may go by, giving people a chance to forget that the 25th Amendment was brought up, not for Trump this time, but without mentioning his name, Joe Biden. And watch what happens. Like I've been saying, he's going to get pushed out and Kamala Harris, old camel toe, And the martini lunch witch, Nancy Pelosi, will get moved up because of the order of succession. The vice president moves to the presidency, and the Speaker of the House gets moved to vice president. And then the House will have to vote in a new speaker. Or the next person in line of succession becomes speaker. I'm not sure how exactly that will work. But that is
2: Well, that's been my question, George, is just who I mean, well forbid, it would happen that way, but just who would be the next speaker? I mean, the Democrats still hold, albeit slim, they still hold a majority. All right. All right. But, and I'm not sure if, uh, and I've said this before, if Steny Hoyer wants that job, he may be happy right where he is as the majority whip, you know, for the House of Representatives. So they would probably have to hold an election. And here's something else to think about. They've just recently lost a dem another Democrat in the House because Cedric Richmond from Louisiana it has sort of given up his seat in the Congress to go on 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 his they they, they these people think he's winning, okay. Now we all know how we all three of us feel. That it's probably going to be Trump, but hey, let let them think that he's winning, right? So Cedric Richmond has has uh, not retired, but given up his seat in the Congress as as a Democrat to join uh, his transition team, or so called transition team. So, uh. Could be a part of the administration, and that's down here in Louisiana. He was the lone Democrat in a Louisiana delegation, all right, to, to the U.S. Congress, both House and Senate. Both of our senators are Republican, and the majority of our House seats are Republican, all right? So if he goes, then there's going to be a special election in, in that district, there, there could be a Republican in that district, but again, that's that's not my that's not my goal. That's not my thing. one less one less republican, one one more Republican would narrow the numbers even more. You know now, could they get somebody liberal in? As Speaker of the House, probably so, maybe, you know, just who it would be. I don't know. George?
0: Mm, Good point. Um, I want to bring something forward here. Uh, I did not get a chance to bring this up on the last broadcast, uh, and I held it over for tonight. This came out December 3rd. Okay. Okay. Um, apparently, according to the blaze, COVID positive, a COVID positive couple was arrested on reckless endangerment charges after boarding a flight with their four year old son. Now, check this out. I think you're going to find this most curious. Hawaii authorities arrested a COVID-19 positive couple after they boarded a flight with their four-year-old child. According to a Thursday night report from NBC News, police arrested Wesley Morib, Morib, and Courtney Peterson, who authorities said knew they were positive for coronavirus when they boarded a United Airlines flight a United Airlines flight from San Francisco, California, to Lahu, Hawaii. I think I pronounced it right. A Kauai, a, a, a Kua, I, don't, I can't pronounce these Hawaiian places, names to save my life here, but I'm trying. A, well, a police spokesperson told the outlet, the couple knowingly boarded a flight aware of their positive COVID-19 test. Results, placing the passengers of the flight in danger of death. Oof. I got something to say about that. The spokesperson said that San Francisco International Airport officials instructed the couple who live in well, well, well out... Walu, Hawaii, I'm not sure, it's W A W A I L U A. If anybody can pronounce that better than me, good luck. To self-isolate and avoid traveling. But Marib and Peterson apparently refused. People reported that California's pre-travel testing system determined that the couple was COVID nineteen positive and alerted San Francisco International Airport officials who took the family into a quarantine station at the airport. At the time of this reporting, it does not appear that the quarantine station is affiliated with, the Air- with United Airlines. Officials inside the quarantine station reportedly told them not to board the plane. The couple apparently boarded the plane anyway. United Airlines is working to investigate the incident, according to the outlet. When Marib and Pearson landed in Hawaii, police were present and escorted the family to a private isolation room for investigation. Authorities later arrested the two on second-degree reckless endangerment charges and notified Child Protective Services. The couple posted a $1,000 bail. If convicted on reckless endangerment charges, the couple could face up to one year in jail as well as a $2000 fine a spokesperson for the hawaii for the hawaii covid-19 joint information center excuse me on wednesday said that the state's health department received notice of the positive diagnosis before the couple attempted to travel rather than quarantining and contacting their health provider They went on a plane, the spokesperson said, in a statement on the incident. In a news release obtained by CNN, Kauai Police Chief Todd Raybuck said, We continue to request visitors and residents alike to follow the governor's emergency rules and take all necessary precautions to prevent the spread of COVID-19. United Airlines' website states, Following CDC guidelines, you will not be able to travel on United for at least 10 days after the date you tested positive and only after you have two successive negative COVID-19 results that were administered at least 24 hours apart. A spokesperson for the airline told NBC News that passengers' safety is the airline's highest priority. Look. Common sense. If you know they're going to they that they're if they're telling you not to board this plane, okay. The first thing I would do, this is just me, is I would ask them. Well, we're trying to get back home. How are we supposed to get back home to Hawaii if we're stuck here? Okay, now it's possible that this couple may have jobs in Hawaii that they're trying to get back to. They may own a business, for all all we know. None of that's mentioned here in the article. But common sense would tell me if they're going to arrest me upon landing in Hawaii, maybe I should reconsider traveling at this time, self-quarantine, and get tested. And if I test negative... And then 24 hours later, test negative again. Get those test results in writing. Show them to the airline and say, get me the fuck home. Well, not in those words exactly, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't particularly know... What else to say at this point? And we lost Mike on the phone line, but he is still in the chat room. So, Mike, if you're listening, uh, we lost you on the phone line, dude. Now, wait a minute. There. So gunslinger, basically, you know, to avoid being arrested and fined and all this other stuff, uh, wouldn't it have made sense to just not travel at that point? And, 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 and as a sub-question, when when it comes to this kind of – Overreach, okay. And when I say overreach, is the is the is are the officials in Hawaii uh, taking it too far? Like many of the governor, liberal governors in states that have done similar actions uh, regarding fines and arrests and so forth. Go ahead.
1: Well, that's a hard, that's a hard question. Um, if, if you know individually or couple or family that's traveling, whatever that you are positive for the China bug, the China fux as I like to call it now, um, then you shouldn't be on an airplane. Okay. You shouldn't be on an airplane. Okay. Um, you are in a highly confined area. I don't give a damn if it's every other seat or every two seats or whatever. Okay. You're still in a sardine can basically. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. Um, I, yeah, that was not a very smart move, but again, if, if they would have stayed, what did you say 24 hours? Okay. And then, if they came back negative, well, allow them on to the flight. But if they came back positive, I don't know. You know, there's, another, there's the old saying goes, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't.
7: Yeah,
0: and, and of course, um, the airline, you know, they, they have their own rules. If they, don't, if, they, if they say you're testing positive, they don't want you on their flights. They have every right to refuse you to, to get on their planes.
1: They're just like a business, you know. You've seen the 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 signs in the business windows. We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Airlines are no no difference. They're a business, aren't they? Yeah, they obviously. It's it's like those signs we used to see on the the on restaurants:
0: no shoes, no shirts, no service.
1: No service. Yeah, I mean, instead of a restaurant on the ground, you got a business in the air. Really, no difference except you're up in the air. Uh, So, can you blame them? No, uh, I guess I don't know if they tested positive and they had to get back. I mean, if they got money, um, hire a private a private uh, uh, transportation or whatever. I mean, there's only two ways of getting to Hawaii: is either well, three, either boat, swim, or plane. Okay, uh, swimming's all obviously out of the question, but uh, I mean. You gotta do what you gotta do, and they do too. Good.
0: Well, I, I, okay. When it comes to the airline, yes, they're a business, and they do have the right to refuse to take you, especially you know if, if they're concerned about the passengers, the other passengers' safety. Okay, and that's 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 a, a business. Uh, That is from a business standpoint, okay? Now, when it comes to, to Hawaii and the overreach, as far as I'm concerned, you know, arresting people for reckless endangerment, okay, first of all, that plane shouldn't have left the ground. that plane should not have left the ground. They could have very easily, okay, very easily had the air, had the police come on a plane and escort them off. Why they didn't, it's anybody's guess. But now it also raises another question. Why, if they weren't allowed to, to board the plane, if they were told not to get on the plane who gave them who gave them those instructions the quarantine station as far as we know was not run by the airport so whose quarantine station was that who took who who was the authority that said don't board the plane okay if they went to the gate Right behind that couple, and told the, the the TSA they tested positive. United Airlines has a policy where you cannot fly on their on their flight unless you test negative. You test negative once, you wait twenty four hours, you test again. If you still test negative, then you can fly. But un, until then, you're not. You they do not want people who tested positive boarding their planes. That would stop them right there. That would they would have to stop right there because now United is making it clear you can't get on our plane because you did you did test positive. And our policy says if you test positive, you don't fly on our flights. So why that wasn't done is beyond me. I mean, again, as you pointed out, they are a business. They have every right to refuse service. And especially in, in a situation like this, if I were the, the guy in charge, if I was the, one of the head honchos for United Airlines, I would have quickly said, well, why did you let them on the plane in the first place? Who is the idiot that that violated our policies and let them get on board? that person wouldn't be working for me because now that person technically should be held accountable for reckless endangerment as well because they violated the company's policies and put passengers at risk it works both ways it's a two-way street right or wrong gutsler
1: well, yeah, definitely, it's definitely a two-way street. I mean, you know, it's either that or a third option. They don't care, okay. Remember these these uh these airlines. I don't care who it is, United, you know, uh, any of them, pick pick one, okay. American United, airlines, Delta, Southwest, yeah, Southwest, well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're they're hurting for money. I mean, them motherfuckers are hurting for money, okay. And some of them have had the ground three-quarters to seven-eighths of their fleet. That right there, that ain't a good, that ain't very good, okay? I mean, when you mothball these big birds and you just let them sit, just like your car, you go out there and let your car sit for a long time and not drive it every day, something's going to go wrong, okay? Your your tires are going to be, you know, one-sided or... You know, you might have an oil leak or, you know, get water and the gas and all this shit from just sitting. Okay. Got to move them around a little bit. Don't necessarily have to take them out on the road, but just got to move them around a little bit. Go out there and kick a, you know, kick a tar, light a fire, you know, drive up and down the driveway, whatever. But these big airplanes are the same way. Um, but they're losing money. So you, I don't know. It, do they care at this point when you're losing millions of dollars a day? For every fucking airplane that stays on that ground, uh, think about it. You're talking, you ain't talking pocket change here. But you're talking about, hundreds of millions of dollars a week. Go ahead.
0: Well, yeah, I, okay, but now, now playing, you know, playing the devil's advocate. Okay, I'm the CEO of United Airlines. My airline is bleeding money because of this pandemic. But at the same time, I have a responsibilities I have a responsibility to not only the stockholders, okay, not only the stockholders, but I have a responsibility to the people who work for the airline, the flight attendants, the pilots, the ground crews, everybody. The ticket sale, the ticket agents, the people who accept, who take the tickets from these folks who test positive. Okay. We're bleeding money all over the place. Do I just say, fuck it, let them fly? It's, it, we're, we're, they paid for the tickets. They get on board. They bought a ticket. I don't give a shit. Let them fly. It's money. That's greed talking. That's unmitigated, out of mind greed. Greed, the worst, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and i am <laughs> been a while, but I Could have sworn greed was one of the deadly sins, one of the seven deadly sins of man. Well, that being the case, now playing the devil's advocate, let's look at the flip side of that coin again, being the CEO. We have a policy in place that says if you test positive, you cannot board our flights. Whoever allowed that person to board the plane, that's from the person who took their tickets to the person who opened the plane doors to them, seated them, these are people who should be held accountable for violating the company's direct policies. And as CEO, it gets to my desk, guess what the fuck I'm going to do to those folks who screwed us up and potentially put people at risk. Until, this investiga- until the investigation is concluded, you're suspended, you're suspended, you're suspended, and you're suspended go home that's what a responsible business owner should be doing you make the policies you better have the people that work for you enforcing those policies otherwise they don't deserve, they should not be working for you at all what do you think gun well, yeah. I mean,
1: you know, if, if if they're going to have that kind of policy, uh, whoever authorized it, you know, right there at the front. Uh, well, what if they didn't know? If you're going to go up to the ticket counter and you're sitting there buying a ticket, they those, those people, those couple or whatever, um, and you don't say nothing. Well, how did that ticket guy, girl, whatever, behind the counter? know that you've tested positive for covid they don't what about the baggage handler one that you hand your baggage to did you did they tell hey mr baggage handler we're tested positive for COVID 19 you better be careful probably not the people that uh open the doors to the airplane actually it's called a hatch actually it's already opened when they taxi up to the to to the okay i i said doors Uh, because
0: it was simpler you know, I know it's a hatch. Yeah, I know, I know. We're but thing is, you know, yeah. same to keep it same simple thing. for the li- for the people watching and listening. That's the only yeah. reason I
1: did that. Or even the stewardess. Yeah, the, uh, the stewardess that, that seats you in the seat. Hey, Miss Stewardess, you know we're we're oh, carrying that bug.
0: They they changed that know? title, my friend. Didn't you know that? They're not called stewardesses anymore, which sucks. I I used to love that term. Really? We call them flight attendants now. Flight attendants. Oh, yes. Flight attendants. Such a more prestigious name. Whatever. Is that there's the still, same there's thing, still stewardesses. Is that, the
1: same, is, that, is that the same thing as a, um, you, you go out there and you pick up the trash, but you're actually called a uh, trash engineer? Or sanitation engineer. engineer. Sanitation. Sanitation engineer. There we go. Uh, you're a trash. You pick up trash. I mean. Yeah, you go uh, from being a garbage
0: uh, man to a sanitation engineer.
1: To a sanita- sanitation engineer. My, aren't we smart? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I remember. What
1: do you do? Oh, I'm a, I, I'm a sanitation engineer, by God. Just. Yes. <sighs> He picks up trash.
0: Gunslinger. Check it out, man. I, re- I remember one time <laughs> I walked up. to. Uh, this is when I was a kid, mind you. We had a, you know, my neighborhood, we knew who our, our garbage men were. And they were always called garbage men. And then when one of the guys was getting ready to retire – And the term sanitation engineer was first being introduced. I walked up to the guy and said, So you went from being a garbage man to being a sanitation engineer. Did the title change give you more money? He looked at me and he said, Fuck no. (laughs) We just stood there laughing. So what's the point of changing the title? It may make it sound nice, but you're still a garbage man no matter what anyway. <laughs> uh, that that's 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 like in your trade. Okay? In your trade. You were called you you were basically called what? An electrician, right?
1: electrician. Yeah.
0: What about? You are an electrical engineer.
1: Just a fancy title, of course. You know, I, I'm electrical engineer too because I've engineered shit. I mean, but it's it's the same thing. I mean, you know, you know, it's like the the, the guys that come out there to the AT and T for the internet here. We'll send our technicians out. Okay, you're a you're an AT you're an ATT guy. <laughs> come out and fix it. I mean, <laughs> oh, but we got to send our technicians out, you know, our technicians, you know, well, highly to official. highly skilled. Official, there we go. Haven't you ever seen the, haven't you ever seen the, uh, uh I know, we, I've seen them around here, the dog catcher around here, the county dog catcher, they come, come walking around, they got a big badge on their fucking belt, you know, like they're Billy Badass, and it says dog catcher. <laughs> oh, well, you, uh, boy, you up there in high cotton, ain't you? <laughs>
0: No, no, they're 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 not dog catchers anymore, gunslinger. Now they're called animal control officers.
1: Oh, there we go. See, there's another fancy word for it. <laughs> fancy way of saying dog catcher. Yeah, no, just simple, hey, you are a fucking dog catcher, you chase dogs. Damn.
0: <laughs> but but you see, that, that's 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 the irony of this. Now like like me, okay. Remember, A few years back, I was using the title citizen journalist. Then I dropped the word citizen from it. Then I just kept it as a journalist. What happened to calling a a person who reports the news a reporter? Uh, Beats the shit out of me, man. I know that because when we report a story, we're reporters. When we're journalists, we report the story. What's the difference? It's kind of like what Hillary Clinton once said. At this point, what difference does it make? Yeah, I
1: think that's one
0: so you just have to—you have to laugh at the absurd. You know that you laugh at the absurd. You truly have to, at times. Well, let me see here. Oops, wrong. Didn't want to do that. And now let's open it. Well, according to One American News Network, key battleground states show massive election fraud. Voting irregularities totally erase Biden's lead. How's that, how's, how does that add up? Listen to this clip, and it'll tell you the tale of the tape, as the saying goes.
5: Voting irregularities and evidence of fraud are quickly piling up in key battleground states across the country. One America's Pearson Sharp breaks down the totals from each state.
8: No matter what you hear on the mainstream media, keep this one thing in mind. Joe Biden has not won the election. Big tech will probably put a label on this report claiming this information is disputed and then censor the story. It doesn't matter. The harder They try and cover up the facts the more their desperation shows, which just proves one thing. They're scared the sham they've been perpetrating since November 3rd is going to come crashing down. If this were any other election at any other time in America's history, officials on both sides of the aisle would be outraged over the staggering evidence of voting fraud. But this isn't any other time, and this isn't an election between President Trump and Joe Biden. This is an election between President Trump and the globalists who want to carve up America and sell it to the highest bidder. There are vast amounts of evidence that foreign entities have meddled in this election, not the least of which is China, a nation with an obvious interest in getting rid of President Trump and putting in someone who's easy to control. Maybe someone whose family has already accepted over a billion dollars from the communist Chinese government. Someone like Joe Biden. So let's take a second and break down the election and see exactly where things stand. While many states have already been called for the predictable winners, there are six key battleground states where the levels of fraud are off the charts. Let's start with Nevada, because that was one the Democrats thought they'd win handily. The official story is that Biden won the state by 33% thousand votes. That's a good margin. Should be a clear win. Except it's not. It turns out about 1,500 people who voted in Nevada's elections are dead. Another 2,500 changed their addresses to another state or even another country. Some 6,000 voters were flagged by the post office as having vacant addresses. 8,000 voters cast ballots from addresses that don't even exist. 15,000 people somehow voted from vacant or commercial properties. 20,000 voters somehow cast their ballots from out of state addresses. And the big one, a whopping 42,000 voters successfully voted twice in the election. Now, even without knowing who all these people voted for, Republicans and Democrats should wanna get this cleared up and ensure our election integrity is being maintained, not just when your guy is winning. So they say Joe Biden is up in Nevada by 33,000 votes. Well, right there, that is 95,000 fraudulent votes which should automatically put the state back in the running for President Trump. But Nevada isn't alone. It's a similar situation in Pennsylvania where Biden won by 81,000 votes. But the thousands of dead and out-of-state voters in Pennsylvania add up fast and in the end come out to some 121,000 fraudulent ballots cast in the election. It's the same story in Wisconsin, where Joe Biden apparently won by 20,000 votes. But in reality, some 200,000 fraudulent ballots were cast in Wisconsin, again totally erasing Biden's lead. In Arizona, The AP called the election for Biden, claiming he was up by 10,000 votes. But Arizona is even worse than Wisconsin, with over 300,000 fraudulent or questionable ballots cast in the state. In Michigan, Biden is reportedly up by 154,000 ballots, but that's only until you count the more than half a million fraudulent ballots that have trickled in since Election Day. And then, of course... There's Georgia, where Biden somehow managed to swing the bright red peach state to blue, coming in ahead with 12,000 votes. Except that now we have mountains of evidence of voting fraud, including Republican poll watchers being forced to leave under false pretenses so that poll workers could count secret stashes of ballots unobserved for hours. It's worth mentioning, during that time, the number of votes for Biden skyrocketed while those for Trump simultaneously plummeted. That leaves Georgia with more than 200,000 fraudulent votes, meaning Biden is clearly not the winner. This is the situation we're dealing with. The evidence for fraud is greater than it ever has been, and yet the mainstream media and Democrats are completely ignoring it. Or worse, they're actually complicit in covering up the greatest election fraud in American history, all with the goal of undermining democracy and overthrowing the duly elected president of the United States. Until we have answers for these very real and very serious questions, our voting integrity is not secure, our democracy is not safe, and this election is not over. For One America News, I'm Pearson Sharp.
0: Now, I want to uh, bring us back just a moment uh, to something uh, that I played for everyone, if I can find it. Here we go. Remember this clip, ladies and gentlemen, that I played uh, back on November 30th? We
7: have put together, I think, the most Extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.
0: Now, let me again put that clip in play one more time, because this, by my, by my uh, clear reckoning, would constitute conspiracy to commit voter fraud or election fraud.
7: We have put together I think the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.
0: Now, you heard what Pearson Sharp said, all the numbers that that are the, all those numbers. You heard what One American News put out there. What the mainstream media is not telling us. How is this possible that they're claiming Biden won when clearly he did not? And given what you just heard following that One American News clip, of Joe Biden making that statement, which I put up on Rumble and is available on Parler, okay, so you can check it out for yourself. Gunslinger, I have to ask you, man, seriously, how is this not voter slash election fraud that's being perpetrated on our country go ahead and he dropped so that's why he's been waiting for over for over five minutes sorry about that gun i didn't know you dropped
1: Now, I I intentionally dropped because I was seeing that that drumming noise was in the Mixler chat room, so I dropped off BTR, and I brought up the sound in Mixler clear, so it's either Skype or BTR making that noise, okay, because I don't hear it in the Mixler when I bring the Mixler up, so you might want to check that out or whatever, but yeah, um, these people are fucking. They 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 think their heads as big as, as big as the state of Texas. That's how arrogant these motherfuckers are. Okay, seriously, I mean they're already. Well, I'm already president. Well, no, you ain't. Well, the media says so. Well, fuck them. They ain't the electoral college. You know that they had, the. Well, actually, them and the Supreme Court has the final say. Okay, so you know, <laughs> what well, you saying is true. I mean, these people, its more and more and more, it's like it started out as an anthill, okay, months and months and months and shit. Last year, I guess, or Alabama being longer than that. Probably probably four years ago it started out as an anthill. But it's been steadily growing and growing and growing. Now, the little bitty anthill, that little friendly little anthill that bites your ass if you stick your finger in it or whatever, now has become the size of Pike's Peak in Colorado. And that's fourteen thousand four hundred feet above sea level. I know I've been up on top of it once. Okay. Mm. So now they've 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 created instead of a instead of nipping it in the butt when it was a little anthill now, now you gotta look up at that fucking mountain, you know, that mountain right there. Holy Pike's peak. Oh, wow. That's a big motherfucker up there. Okay, so they've done it to themselves. Okay, actually, but the amount, the evidence, you know, instead of, of taking away, you know, Pikes Peak and put in voter fraud evidence. Look how big it is. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it it stands to reason that uh, you know when when you when, when you. When, when, you, when you start looking at the numbers, okay? When you look at these numbers and you, and you see how they're not adding up, okay? And they're truly not adding up here. And now stands to reason that somewhere along the line, somebody is fudging the books. Really fudging the fucking books. Now, I don't know of any other way to put it. I really don't know of any other way to say it, except that you have the commission of voter fraud and it's mind boggling that's being perpetrated not just by the dnc not just by the biden campaign who apparently by his own admission is master had mastermind the entire idea with the DNC and is being spearheaded as far as the spreading of the propaganda by the mainstream media. But at the end of the day, when all is said and done, all these media outlets that are calling him president elect, they're not the electoral college. And, I, and, and you're right. They're not. When did the mainstream media become the electoral college? He never did. Now, there's another item here in relation to this, and it comes from Newsmax. That is, if I can get the story to open up. There we go. I hope. And some odd reason. There we go. Sixty-four Pennsylvania lawmakers urge Congress to block electors. Hmm. Really? Well, let's see what we got here. Pennsylvania has certified its election results, but 64 state Republicans have signed a letter Friday urging Congress to not commit the state's 20 electoral votes for Democrat Joe Biden. The congressional block of Pennsylvania's electors is extremely unlikely. University of Iowa law professor Derek Muller told NBC 10 Philadelphia, particularly because it would require Democrat House members to support the contested Pennsylvania election results. The 64 64 Pennsylvania lawmakers signing on to the letter still represent less than half of the GOP membership, per the report. Democrat State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta rebuked the Republican signatories as hostages of their own misinformation campaign, per NBC10 Philly. Even Senator Pat Toomey, Republican from Pennsylvania, a frequent critic of President Donald Trump, vowed he will not be objecting to Pennsylvania's slate of electors. Still, legal scholars like Alan Dershowitz have hailed the Trump campaign's potential constitutional challenges in the state as credible, saying the legislature was unlawfully overridden on election law by Democrat leaders and their friends in the state courts. Regardless, Pennsylvania Republicans will be introducing election law reforms, but they face a roadblock in approval by Democrat Governor Tom Wolfe. We'd like to tighten it up, As soon as we can, State Senator, State Senate Majority Leader Kim Ward, Republican from Westmoreland, told NBC 10 Philly. We always have the hurdle of the governor working with him, and if he doesn't like it, he just goes to the state Supreme Court. Ward was a party to a state GOP statement vowing to investigate and seek answers to the questions presented in the 2020 general election, because it is crucial to restoring public confidence in elections. There are very legitimate and credible issues which need to be resolved after the 2020 election about the security of mail-in ballots and the process of counting votes. This is what the statement read. Democrats have objected to changes. State Senate Minority Leader Jay Costa, Democrat from Allegheny, and House Minority Leader Joanna McClinton, Democrat from Philadelphia, called efforts to reform their election law a sham process. The votes, barely cast, have been accurately counted and reported. Their statement read, per the report, it is time to move on and focus on a peaceful transition rather than partisan efforts to undermine the results they don't like. Uh, you know, listen. listen, first of all, the courts decided, the courts made All these great and wonderful decisions to do damage to our election process. The Democrats have done this damage. The the list goes ad infinitum. So, Gunslinger, I got to ask you, man, you know, in all fairness, based on what you just heard, do these 64 Pennsylvania lawmakers in the GOP there in Pennsylvania, do they, do, do, they have, do they have even a slim chance, or are they just attempting the impossible, knowing that the Democrats will shoot it down right, almost immediately? Go ahead.
1: Well, you know, the Democrats are going to shoot it down anyway. I mean, whether it's immediately or whether it's five minutes later. You know that's that's the nature of their of, that, of this beast called the rats, okay? People fat rats actually. So, uh, does that surprise me? No, <laughs> no surprise me at all. With all the stuff that has come up to this point in time now, hell, you could say the fucking the the sky is green, and I'll probably believe you. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Well, I know from uh you know from from having seen and heard all this insanity you know from from election day on that we are faced with a very big task on our hands now I'm talking conservatives in general, whether you're a republican conservative, independent conservative and there are yes democrat conservatives and those conservative democrats often see things not in the absolutes of their party but sometimes they see it in the in the reality that is before them such as the challenges being made in the courts now i do want to point out uh, before i before this show goes to to the easy for me to say right gang Uh, recently I think it was over the weekend Rudy Giuliani tested positive for COVID-19 he is being being treated for it he is uh, doing okay Uh, he is in good spirits and hopefully things will uh, come together for him and he'll be okay to continue the fight Even with Rudy Giuliani down for the count at the moment because of a positive test result, the challenges continue. The fight for what's right, the fight for what's fair, and a fair election continues. No matter what any Democrat says, we, the people, will see Donald Trump victorious. And if by some insane lunacy he's not able to succeed and Joe Biden does end up getting inaugurated, there's always 2024. And something tells me 2022 the Senate and the Congress are going to be taken over by the Republicans and it's going to be another Republican win for the White House, which means a Republican in the White House, a Republican-controlled Congress, and a Republican-controlled Senate. If that happens, if by some disastrous twist of fate Joe Biden does get in the Oval Office, which I, I agree, this doctor said he may not make it a year. Well, guess what? I firmly believe 2024 will be a will be a Trump victory for sure if all else fails. And mark my words, he will fight back harder than ever before. But what will the next 4 years bring what will the next 4 years represent as it relates to the pandemic and how will this country fare hopefully the senate retains control and if that if they if the senate falls to the democrats i'm going to tell you something right now folks Democrat in the White House, controlled Democrat Congress, and if the Senate gets taken over by the by the Democrats, kiss your guns goodbye. Yep. Because they will go they, the Democrats will come after them hard. And I sure as shit didn't fight for the didn't serve my country to see my gun right, to see my guns be, my gun being taken away from me by some looney tune Democrats. But that's a discussion for another time, perhaps even tomorrow. Gunslinger, any final thoughts from you on, on on for tonight?
1: Well, just basically what you said there. I mean, if if Sleepy Joe, Uncle Joe, and Camel Toe gets in there by some smirk, perk, perk, fart, whatever. Okay, I don't. Yeah, Trump will run. Will run again in twenty twenty four. Yeah, but this is going to be a fucking disaster. You think the Titanic was a disaster sinking? The next four years, if dumb fuck gets in there, uh, you ain't seen. You ain't seen shit yet. And especially if he doesn't last. Okay. If he does not less, if this doctor is right, which I think he is, because we've all seen the goddamn signs. I mean, they're right there on the end of your fucking nose like a fucking big, fat-ass Democratic mosquito about ready to sting your ass. Oh, they do. But um, if he is taken out of office, that bitch is going to be put in there? Oh, my God. And then Pig Losi, that bitch, is going to move up to vice president? Oh, my God. I'm afraid if if this doesn't spark the next revolution or the Civil War, whatever you want to call it, I don't know why it will.
3: Mm. Because,
1: you know, you already see the policies that fucking uh, Sleepy Joe's going to try to implement, okay? They're going to turn this into a dictatorship. You think Butt Buddy, old oh, bummer, was bad. This motherfucker makes him look like a walk in the bark. Really? Okay? Fucking it. Gun laws doing higher... T- completely dismantling what President Trump has made, make America or keep America great, and make America great, completely destroying it, going back to square one. Do you think that won't cause a major recession? I mean, this is that the pot's boiling.
0: Go ahead. Well, Gus, and by the way, I, I have to correct myself. We still have about eight minutes of the broadcast. I kind of jumped the gun there a little bit. We still have about eight minutes to go. So, yeah, I, I think. I, I think if by some sick, twisted fate, Sleepy Joe does get inaugurated, I don't even think he'll last three months in the Oval Office before they decide to psych- psychiatrically evaluate him, medically evaluate him, and then those two reports say that he is medically and, phys- and mentally and physically incapable of upholding the. The, the office of president. That happens, he, he will be taken out of the office by the 25th Amendment, and Camel toe and old drunk ass will get moved up. And that's when this country is fucked beyond all recognition. It will be completely fucked. Because if, if they if these if those two get into the Oval Office as President and Vice President, Uh, everything that this country stands for will be destroyed. It will be ripped to shreds. Our Constitution will be nothing more than toilet paper to them. So we have to hope and pray that the Senate retain that the Republicans are able to retain control of the Senate. That will put them behind the eight ball. It will put them behind the eight ball and they know it. If they cannot keep if they cannot get control of the Senate, they're going to end up getting their asses waxed big time. They'll be whacked beyond all recognition and they don't want that so to the people of the state of georgia you want full democrat control you'd be insane to to let it happen so in that run in that runoff election make sure you vote for the republicans and you vote to put them in where they where they can do the most good and that's in the senate and of course keeping the republicans in control of the senate Because if they lose control of the Senate, if you're a gun owner, you're screwed. And I don't care what state you're in. You could be here in New York, California, Texas, uh, up in New Hampshire. So no matter what happens, you're basically up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row. If the Democrats get control of all three. The Senate, the Congress, and the Oval Office. There's 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 really not much more that could possibly get any worse. But if Cameltoe and the drunk one are able to push Biden out, watch what happens. Mark my words. But right now, the biggest thing I can, I can tell everyone across America is pray that the Supreme Court, because it will get to the Supreme Court, pray that they overturn the election and President Trump is successful at, be, at retaining the Oval Office for four more years. That's what I'm praying for. I hope you are, too. Gunslinger, one one last quick item that comes to mind uh, in all of this, okay, is our religious freedoms. Now, I don't talk about this very often, and it needs to be brought up. Christian NIH director urges churches to close amid the COVID-19 crisis. Do altruistic thing and say, I'm going to protect people from me. This is the headline from the blaze on December 4th. (coughs) Excuse me. National Institute of... this is it. Try again, George. National Institutes of Health Director Dr. Francis Collins, an outspoken Christian, is asking churches across America to do the altruistic loving thing and close and stay closed amid the coronavirus pandemic, according to NPR. On Thursday, Collins issued a nationwide plea to religious leaders urging them to close their churches. The virus is having a wonderful time right now, taking advantage of circumstances where people have let their guard go down, Collins said. Churches gathering in person is a source of considerable concern and has certainly been an instance where super spreading has happened and could happen again. Most churches really ought to be advised to go to remote services if they're not already doing so. Uh, This is what he added. He made the remarks during a virtual conference with Russell Moore, who is president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. Collins pointed out that congregants initially seemed to fall in line with local public health directives, but seemed to falter when it came to longevity. He said, then you get to the end of the service. You can't get a bunch of Christians not to hug each other and not want to shake hands with the pastor as they go out the door and maybe have a conversation a lot closer than six feet away. And that's where the trouble happens. Collins said that masks are a life-saving device and not an invasion of your political freedom or a political statement. Think about it that way, he urged. And remember, when you put on that mask, you're protecting yourself from other people. But mostly, you're protecting them from yourself. You're doing the altruistic, loving thing of saying, I'm going to protect people from me. And that's a Christian action if ever I heard one. All right? First of all, a lot of what this, what Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the National Institutes of Health, said are some of the liberal talking points that we've been hearing for weeks. Gunslinger, I've got to ask you. Why would anyone agree to giving up their religious freedoms as granted under the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America? Why would they do that? Even in a pandemic, this country has endured many different crises. And people have gone to church to pray, to seek God's guidance and so forth. As a minister myself, I've often said, pray. Pray for peace. Pray for hope. Pray that this situation ends and ends quickly. Pray for our president." Pray for the outcome to be a positive one where the election is not stolen from us. Our republic is based on freedom of religion. So why would the NIH director insist on closing the doors to the Christian population at large? doesn't make sense go ahead
1: well, yeah no it don't make any sense maybe because they're pussies that could be another thing they don't want to stand up like they're supposed to um, get along go along to get along go along to get along that's probably what they're thinking not realizing Maybe they're that stupid. You, don't, you know, there's a lot of goddamn stupid people in this fucking world, in this country and in this world, for that matter. And when they start thinking about this kind of stuff, if they could even think, if they could even think beyond their fucking nose, uh, you know, they're going to say or they're going to do, well, the government knows best, don't they? They're the government. We're here to help you. And they're carrying, you know, automatic machine guns. Yeah, they're here to help you, all right. Um, that's that's a crazy situation. I i what, what is everything else is a crazy situation. So is that going to be, you know, stand alone? No, it's going to be thrown in there with the rest of the crazy situations. It get crazier later. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, it, it's it, I don't know. Look, I'm the kind of person who believes that faith can move mountains but in order to in order to do my share i've got to bring the the pickaxe and the shovel god can move mountains but i got to bring a pickaxe and a shovel because i i feel you know that god's helping me so why don't i why don't i do the do the next right thing and help others by helping to kind of move it along you know as best i can to move that mountain <clears throat> even if it's just a few inches <coughs> excuse me and that's that's me if i need to go to a church and put my knees down on a, a kneeling pad and sit there for however long it takes and ask the Almighty for help, I'm going to do that. And if they close the doors to the church because they were told to, what good does it do to, have to for a church to be standing in the first place then? What good is the church at that point if they're not living up to the First Amendment freedom of religion the government cannot dictate the actions of the church and they shouldn't they never should no government official has that right yes we're in a quote-unquote, pandemic. But at the same time, we're Americans. We're a free people. We have the right to pray as we choose, to worship as we see fit. No, no, No governor, no mayor, No Congressman or Senator, regardless of of their affiliation to a party, has the right to dictate to us how we worship and how we pray for peace, for the health and, and welfare of the people, and for our country. As a whole. Well, Gunslinger, I'm gonna call this a broadcast and get on out of here. I want to thank my friend Gunslinger for hanging with me, and Mike from Louisiana for being there. Gene and Cherokee Rose, who were watching by way of Periscope.tv, the viewer on Twitch, and of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. I'm going to have to do some fancy magic to try and get the uh, archives of this broadcast together so that I can put a decent copy up on Blog Talk Radio and also be able to share it on rumble.com as well. So, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until next time, everybody. Take care, and we'll see you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to we report at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's we report at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. FirefoxNewsOnline.com And be sure to check Facebook.com slash FFNOIBN That's Facebook.com slash FFNOIBN For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to use Hashtag FFNOP, that's hashtag FFNOP, to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition.
5: That's
9: awful. So let it be written. So let it be done.